EMBC. This podcast of the Masters Video One, a service of the AMBC. This podcast is supported by Face Academia Sixth Form College and the AMBC. So tell me about you. Okay, about myself. I'm a simple going person. I'm inquisitive. I love learning new things. I love being sure of some things and um, I'm humble. I don't know how people see me, but to me, I feel I'm humble and I don't like anything that will actually stress me. I worry too much. I discovered that, so I tend to avoid things that make me worry too much. I just like, anyhow, it is very just in that way, you know? So that's my kind of person. So, um, when you're talking about you worrying too much, yeah. what are some of the things that you mostly think about? I think about my family most of the time, you know. You work now in a restaurant, right? Yeah. Now, um, is it a kind of work do you tend to do for how long? Con- concerning that, it's temporary. It's not something that I, I intend doing for probably a year. It's just for the meantime. So, um, what's, what's your future plan? What do you actually aspire? Yeah. Hmm. I want to be a role model to all kinds of people. You know, at my at very young age, I've seen life at very different aspects, and that's what makes me, you know, think differently. I actually just want people. To, I want to become a person that people look up to. That okay, if she can do it, you know, if she can do it with everything that happened to her, I think maybe I could do the same. So I actually just want to be a role model. So tell me about those um, those experiences, things that you, you go through and yet that you carry with you every time, every day, everywhere you go. And, and despite it, you still wear this beautiful, happy smile. First one, um, losing someone that understands you. Who was that? That was my dad. The second thing. Okay, um, second thing is, um, sexual abuse. Okay, yeah, I think I've, I've suffered that for quite some time now. I've been suffering it for quite some time now. And it's still on? Yeah, it's still on. Um, can you share some? From a very young age, I've, I've, um, I've, like, I'm always been thinking of, Okay, um, years back, that was 20, 2013, that's five years ago, um, I, I wasn't actually, you know, sexually abused, but, um, I was almost sexually abused, sexually abused my stepdad, and this has been going on even up to now, I'm not really, like, out of it though it's still going on so these these things i've been suffering some kind of like emotional breakdown you know my mom how she takes the situation you know when i'm like telling her about it and how she reacts to it most of the time now despite all of this that you've gone through all these that have happened what is still that one thing that keeps you going um that one thing is the mindset the mindset that i have a great future i know i have a great future and 
I just I just keep seeing the light ahead of me that okay, all these things are just going to be like the stories. Wow. So um, what do you what do you turn to when your soul is low? Okay. One of them is um music. Most times when I'm like down, that's some kind of song I just play and just listen straight up like. I'll just forget everything that you know I'm going through and just Can I listen to one of them? Okay. So what is it about this song that keeps going? Um, this song contains um, an extremely strong message it passes. Like, what you're saying is um, about being strong. I don't think I'm a strong person though, I'm very... But, you know, listening to this song just makes you feel strong. Happens, nothing can bring it down, just one moving and being unstoppable. Being unstoppable, yeah. So. so, um, what is this second thing? Um, second thing is God. I'm sorry for putting God second. Um, um, second thing, honestly, is God. When I'm down, I talk to him as if to a friend, you know, like God, yeah, seeing all these things I'm going through. I do it most of the time. Even even when I pray, I don't pray like normally, like ah God, I'll, I'll pray that God, okay, oh, look at me, oh, you have seen me, oh, ah, this like, as I want to sleep, you know. I just talk to God, and I think when I talk to Him that way, I feel more relieved than normal prayer. But I'm in the mood today.
EMBC. This is a podcast of the Masters Video One, a service of the AMBC. This podcast is supported by Face Academia Sixth Form College and the AMBC. My name is Eshelopon Labodi. I'm a negotiator, a law partner, a musician, and I have serious passion for it, so I always pour out my energy doing it. I do other things, but that is my first passion. So it has been carrying me for more than two decades. Why Bobby? Um, what happened was that when I was in Jesus one, so then back early night, you know, this rap thing, you know, was coming up and was hype at that time. So basically, you know, it goes along with it. So, in my neighborhood then, there's no internet, there's no, like, Facebook stuff you have right now. Even, you have to find a music channel. So, the only thing you do is, you just scramble for music, you know, listen on radio, the door from the cassette, you know, all those things. Bringing all those energy all together. So, mostly we do it at the barbershop then, we tend to sit down, do some few, you know, rhymes, you know, play music, do some crazy stuff. So, when I got into it, I look at, oh, this thing is great, it's something you can do, and you can, so far you, you're happy doing it. I've been doing it ever since. You're the personal hairdresser of the veteran actor. Olu Jacobs and his household. How does that feel? Um, I feel good about it, but you know, that's one thing about this job. It makes you to meet people that you've never expected to meet. I met lots and lots, lots of celebrities doing this job, you know, home and abroad. People I've never expected to meet in my whole life. They came to me, they sit down, I touched their hair, and I feel, I feel very pleased myself. Do you consider yourself a successful hairdresser? Of course, absolutely. Tell us your story. Ah, my story. <laughs> the journey is so long. The story is like, maybe I'll just call it by bit, by bit, by bit. You know? Where everything else started. I think 1993. And that 1993 was a year a lot happened in Nigeria. You remember 1993 was this um, MKO, Abiola, whatever, like, a lot, a lot, a lot happened home and abroad. You know, turn on the TV, you see a lot of headlines. Point is, that's where it all started for me, trying to put myself um, into it. Because I love the energy that I get. So, right from my uh, secondary school days, right from this school, I started absorbing knowledge. Not just um, into Barbie in London. In every aspect of life, I was trying to absorb, you know, positive energy from great people, knowledge. I was absorbing, and it works for me. And I've really never worked for anybody outside or something like that before, except when I was, you know, trying to you know, pick some working experience. But afterwards, I've been all by myself. When I was young, me and my mama had peaks, 17 years old, kicked out on the streets, 
Though back at the time, I never thought I'd see a face. Ain't a woman alive that could take my mama's place. Suspended from school, I'm scared to go home. I was a fool with the big boys breaking all the rules. Dead tears with my baby sister. Over the years, we was poor than other little kids. My room with it. I love everything about it. So when I listen to most of the songs, it really drives me. I love to feel the positive messages I get from it. Who thinking elementary? Hey, I see the penitentiary. In one word, do you consider yourself contented or dissatisfied? I'm always satisfied because I'm always trying to be an example to, to the younger ones. Whatever skill you have, polish it, can take you anywhere beyond your dreams. But the plan is to show you that I understand. You all appreciate it. My name is Eshlopo Labode, and this is my everyday story. Now ain't nobody tell us it was fair. No love for my daddy cause the coward wasn't there. He passed away and I didn't cry. Cause my anger wouldn't let me feel for a stranger. They say I'm wrong and I'm heartless. But all along I was looking for a father, he was gone. I hung around with the thugs. And even though they sold drugs, they showed a young brother love. EMBC. This is a podcast of the Masters Video One, a service of the AMBC. This podcast is supported by Face Academia Sixth Form College and the AMBC. My dad had three wives, five children, my mom has two. I'm the last born, the fifth from my dad and the second from my mom. So I'm like the last, last born <laughs> from my mom and from my dad. I think I was around a year or two where my mom moved out of the house. So to be honest, I feel pains that I didn't really have my mom and my dad together in the same room to live with. So it was just weekends with my dad and weekends with my mom. I was born at uh, Kitu, Julius, um, Elebichu, that's where we stay, so that's where I was born. My mom's shop was at um, Kitu, the main Kitu, and our house was at Alakwere, and my dad's house was at uh, Julius, Elebichu, so. Where I grew up, um, my mom's shop, it's on Okigbala Street in Kitu, just opposite Aliu. There is a lot of drug activities happening around the heroin, India M and stuff like that. So it was something I see every day. It was something I come in contact with every day. That's the kind of environment where I grew up. <laughs> a lot of stealing, a lot of um, prostitution. It's the follow-up. It's like the culture. My mom and my brother played a very very big impact they made me understand the fact that those things are real those things exist but there's a way they just took it out of me as if it's no issue they just took it out so i never felt oh there's um, something necessary that i should do i would give thanks to my mom and my my brother because there were a lot of talkings there were a lot of advice upbringing and trying to um, make me see the world in a different in a different way around 2011 
then I was still in school. I was in say SS1 and transitioned to SS2. So there was this strike that was going on, the ASU strike, which lasted for like I think more than six months. So I was like people try as much as possible to get into the institution and even while they try spend a lot of money and they get into the institution they come out of the institution there are just limited jobs and limited um, opportunities for them just to be on the safer side so i went to tailoring so now it's coming through well we're making money but i have other ambitions and other goals but it's been sustaining I'm a Muslim and the guidelines of that is sex is after marriage where there is a certification that you guys are legal partners. I'm not the most religious person but when it comes to stuff like that I believe we should go back to what religions teach us. The world is cruel and the world is also beautiful. So it's just 50-50 but I just always think about the positive side. So I just want a place where we have that calmness, optimistic and good energy everywhere. Nigerians are always angry at every situation. Everybody's just ready to give you that savage response. Take for example, you want to ask someone something, you say, sorry, can I get this? It's a, it's a normal thing to say, please, but it's everyday culture in Nigeria because it's, it's presumed that the next Nigerian has a lot of things bothering him. So you just want to say, sorry for this, sorry for that. So... The country where I am, to be honest with you, I don't believe in the democracy we are practicing in this country. And I've tried so much to have hope on it, but it's a failed system. I just realized that some couple of months ago. We are being governed by democracy. We don't even understand what's now the essence of having a democracy that doesn't work. Um, I'm trying to be happy. I think if we have most basic things, like say um, access to education, like we have access to it here, but the process of getting the education is is hard. It's very very hard. And say access to healthcare, basic amenities, say water and light, internet and transportation. I had love for playing basketball. We usually have constant training in our school. It was a public school, but my principal was very particular about sports. So I had trainings and it was something I had love for. I even dreamed of playing in the NBA and stuff like that. I love babbing, so I'm thinking of maybe in the future getting getting a job. I have love for psychology. I'm really interested in psychology because I believe there's a reason for every behavior and they can be corrections to it. I was listening to the song, I listened to it over and over and over and over again and there's a point where it says um, this year I want to buy moto, this year I want to buy house. It's a song of optimism and it's a regular, you, you might say it's a regular song but the melody is something that just came out of the blue.
This is um Shufuwara Oluwa Busai Oluwa Damalola and this is my everyday story. This year I want to buy moto, this year I want to buy us, this year I have a prayer make Oluwa no pass me by cause I pray for grace mercy. It's not everything that you will find or you seek, but you never find out who she did not seek or my dish deep on the life. It's not for the shallow mind that we still there they grind it. But the ring na family they call it. If not be building or something they suffer. And here you be I'm a money sing for me. Oluwa bless me cause I know he's all over. So much pressure on the main figure. I say in dollar I still want that them figure. I really got up money where go make them go to sell. EMBC In the darkest hours When I cannot breathe Fear is on my chest The weight of the world on me Everything is crashing down Everything I know When I wander in I'm all alone I remember I remember You have always been faithful to me I remember I remember Even when my own eyes I'm 22 years old. I'm from Imo State. I have a brother and two sisters. I'm, I'm a sales attender. That, that's, that's what I do that takes my time. If I had 10,000 toes, still won't be enough. No, 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 no. I think um, the skill that I possess my ability to sing. I think that's that's what I was born for. For he has done so very much for me. I know that I'm not quiet. So <laughs> the misconception I would like um, to change, you know, the way people see me is, is the fact that, you know, they think I'm quiet and then, you know, innocent too. So it makes me feel like there are certain things that I can't do. You know, sometimes when I, I do things and people are like, ah, did Sandra actually do that? I have, you know, crazy parts of me. I have a, a part of me that is crazy. At, you know, this point that I am now in my life, I know that I've, I've let my mom down. I, I got pregnant and I, I have a, I have a son, a two years old son, out of wedlock. My ideal family is a family where the, the father, the mother, you know, and the child or children are all accessible to each other. So I want a family that father can talk to daughter, to son, mother can talk to husband. You have done so much for me. When I was much younger, I've always been my, my daddy's girl. I just, I feel I was deprived of, of his love too early. He died. If I had 10,000 toes. At this point in my life now, I just feel I, I want my father's love. I want my father's love, and I feel I was deprived of it too, too early. I can say I have like two drives that those things that I think about and it makes me want to be a better version of myself. My mom and myself.
My phone, my phone is two years and three months now. I was born with a silver spoon. So I, I grew up having everything I needed. In fact, I had everything I needed in excess. So having a son and, you know, not being able for now to give him all those things and even more, I, I want him to have more of those things. It, it hurts, but, you know, I, I know nothing lasts forever and I'm working towards it. So I, I want to give him more than I had. I've never thought about politics or going to politics, but the truth is I'll occupy the position of the president. <laughs> I'll choose to be the president of Nigeria, the first female president of Nigeria, because, because I believe I have what it takes. The truth is, you know, the corruption that we talk about in Nigeria, it's not, it's not just the politicians. It's, it's every Nigerian, you know, the little things that you think, you know, that they think don't, don't matter. They actually matter. Corruption is not for, for one person to fight. Corruption is for everyone. The police wanting to collect, you know, little change. The agoros on the road frustrating the drivers that don't even earn so much in the first place. I mean, who are these people even? Who are these people on the road? Who, who are they collect? Why are they? Why? Why can't they have proper jobs and, you know, make their own money? You know, they should leave these drivers alone. These drivers don't even earn much. They have wives and children to take care of. So I think I'll do something about that. Then um, making sure that every single person, every single Nigerian is educated. Because I think we still have, you know, many people that are not going to school. I'm, t I'm not talking about just children. I'm talking about adults too that we're, we're not opportunity to get educated. Because education has a way of changing the way you think. My role model is Pastor Mojo Dokunko of, um, of DCC. Recently, I, I just, I, I follow her on Instagram. I, I've been attending the church for some time. Recently, I just find myself wanting to be like her and, you know, wanting to be that, the kind of woman that she is. The Proverbs 31 woman. That's the, ideal wife material woman that God talks about in Proverbs 31. She's a crown unto her husband. That's the kind of woman that I want to be. Boy, I love good music with good lyrical content. I don't like meaningless songs because music is food to my soul. I want to listen to music and I'm touched. I want to listen to music and I'm like, wow. I know I've behaved and you made your mistakes for people. I'm Sandra Ibe. This is my everyday story. Sometimes hurts. I still put you first and real make the speed work. But I think we should take it slow. We're just ordinary people. We don't know which way to go. Cause we're ordinary people. Maybe we Thank you for listening to this episode of the Everyday People Show. Think you have an interesting story to share? You can send us a mail at mastersradio1 at gmail.com. For updates on new shows and podcasts, you can follow us at Masters Radio 1 on Instagram, Twitter, Google+, Plus, or subscribe to our YouTube channel. Or visit our site at www.ambc.site.live. We look forward to hearing from you.